Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Tomahawk Talk. I'm Luke Harden. And I'm David Waters. And I'm Henry Meyer. Yes, we got another special guest. Two and three episodes. Shocker, I know. We're back. We're glad you all have decided to join us today. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this a few days before spring training, but this is going to be released either on Friday or Saturday. Um, probably going to put up a poll on my Insta story, so see when everyone wants to listen to this. So, oh boy, it's probably going to be Friday. So, <laughs> anyways, welcome to our 2021 off-season recap. Yeah, Luke. Let's just get it started. Let's just dive straight into it. The first thing that we'll talk about. Actually, or, or do you want Henry to start? We can do Henry. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, no, no, no. We got to, I, I forgot. We have, if we have a special guest, we might as well introduce Henry. Uh, Henry is, I've known him for about a, a little less than a year, but he's like one of the biggest Braves fans I know. Like literally, like this podcast episode is basically three of the biggest Braves fans I know combined. So, this is pretty <laughs> darn cool. So, yeah, I'm an elite company. Yes, dude. you are. We're, we're glad just... that we're considered elite. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love being an elite company. <laughs> it's not like you said I'm. I love being in Italy. <laughs> you said it weird. I don't know. Maybe it was just the way yeah, it came through. I don't know yeah. what. Was I going on a tangent there? <laughs> no. Oh, my internet connection is unstable. That's that's terrible. So, um, yeah. Henry, why don't you start us off with Charlie Morton? I got to say, I think Charlie Morton was a good signing for us, but I think we could have been more aggressive in going for other pitchers as well. Um, he's got great stuff, and he's proven it with his track record. Um, great with Pittsburgh, great with Tampa. But he's also 36, I believe. He's getting up there in his career. So he, I feel like he's going to be more of a Cole Hamels kind of guy fitting into our rotation from last year. He better um, not be. <laughs> yeah, it went healthy what Cole Hamels was going to do. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to be um, middle to the back of our rotation. Just a reliable guy. He'll throw out there every five days. Yeah, let's hope he can actually stay healthy. Uh, that's all I can really say about that. But um... – Luke, you got his stats pulled up because I don't have him pulled up yet. I do have his stats pulled up. You want to? Let's go. Um, he has a career ERA of 4.08. A ERA <laughs> okay, plus <thanks>. of 98. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was scrolling over. He's a FIP of three three seven nine, A 1.334 whip, which, I mean, career-wise, he's had above one whip every season which i mean a guy like him he's not going to overpower you with his stuff i would say so it, it doesn't surprise me um he does have um 8.8 hey, i hate to interrupt you but uh you're like really loud oh sorry this is like for the second episode in a row you've just been <laughs> i get really close to the mic so it's like i uh, you don't say oh yeah okay um but he had a 10.2 okay. <laughs> He had 10.2 hits per nine in 2020, which, I mean, that's, you know, that's not great. But, I mean, you know, he has, he's got a great, um, recently, he has had 10 in 2017, 
Yeah, 2017. Sadly. He had a 10 Ks. 10 K no, he's because it's 2017. He had 10 Ks per nine, 10.8 in 2018, 11.1 in 2019, and 9.9 in 2020. Came in third in the Cy Young voting in 2019. What I think Charlie brings to the table is his playoff experience. That's what I really liked about him. How um or how much playoff experience he has with the Astros, the Rays. Obviously, went to he was in the World Series last or this year, so it is. Um, am I still really loud? No, you're fine. Oh, you give me like a look. So no, 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 I'm not looking at you. I'm just looking at the stats. But I think, like Henry said, I think he'll be a three-four guy. I don't think he'll. I think behind Mike, Max, and. Ian, I think he'll slot in the four hole pretty well. So definitely um, bolsters our rotation. And I like the signing personally. I mean, it was a good start to the offseason, even though Alex Anthopoulos fell asleep for two months after that, but it's all good. Yeah, this happened on November 24th. Uh, I think I think on their little planning sheet, I think I marked down all the dates. Um, you did. November 24th, is, is Drew Smiley was – we'll talk about Drew Smiley in a bit. Uh, we non-tendered Adam Duvall about a week after, but that doesn't even count. That doesn't. That's that's just the sign that he was asleep. So, um, uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. But Troy Morton, uh, let me pull it back up. Uh, I have my Spanish thing up from earlier today in my class. Uh, anyways, Charlie Morton. Um, this is their. This was their second veteran starter that they had added, and within within about a week, um, a one year guaranteed fifteen million dollars. Uh, he's a two time All Star in both 2018 and 2019, uh, 2018 with Houston and 2019 with Tampa. He got roughed up for an ERA of 4.74 in 2020. His WHIP was pretty elevated, but uh, obviously. 2020 it's a short season doesn't really doesn't really count uh, i don't really t- I, I won't i don't take uh these stats too seriously um so i, I don't see like why not go after this guy uh obviously his postseason track record is phenomenal he's pitched um in the postseason uh in five years in his career 10 total series um he has pitched uh, in two World Series in 2017 with the Astros and 2020 with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, a career 3.38 ERA in the postseason. Um, and the division series, an ERA of two, only 2.51 in three uh, starts. Um, or it, it's just, just in the AL and, and one NLDS. He has a 3.18 ERA, and uh, and his three ALCS appearances, um, or his five total games started in the ALCS, uh, ERA a little over four, but he's three and one in those starts. So obviously, Morton has a lot of experience in the postseason. That's really what the Braves have needed for years is uh, postseason experience, and they got it with Charlie Morton. Agreed. Yeah. 
Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, so that's Charlie Morton. We're going to try to kind of get through everything so that we're not going to talk about everything for a while because we got a lot to go over. Um, yeah. So uh, our the first starter that we actually had gotten this offseason came on November 16th when we got Drew Smiley. And uh, I, how do you guys feel about Drew Smiley? You want to go first, Senator? You want me to? I'll go first, I guess. All right. um, I'm not a huge fan of the signing as I was of the Morton signing. I could see Drew Smiley being more of a five guy or a long relief if we need him to be. I know he's primarily a starter, but I know he's kind of versatile too. He could be used in many situations. Um, but yeah, I agree. Again, just a much needed arm in our rotation. Another veteran presence as well for a very young rotation. Mm-hmm. Luke, you got anything? I think it was it was an interesting signing. Um, he had a decent year with the, the Giants with a 3.42 ERA. Before that, he was sort of average to say the least. In 20, he had a good – he had a 3.11 ERA in 2015. He only pitched 12 games, however. In 2014, he had a good year. But he's never been consistent. And I think – Maybe if he shows signs of what he did in 2020, I think potentially it could be a good signing. It'll be interesting to see who takes that five spot because we are paying Drew Smiley. What was it? What was the contract? Like one year, 11 million. $11 million, dude, for Drew Smiley. Like, listen, I think Drew Smiley is good, but 11 mil, come on now. Alex Anthopoulos made a mistake there. I mean, yeah, at least it's, and, I mean, at least it's a one-year deal. Like he always does. Yeah, you can always count it. on Alex Anthopoulos to sign people to one-year deals. <laughs> Thanks Liberty media for being so cheap. <laughs> we have uh, DFA. Liberty now media. here's, here's our traditional DFA Liberty media segment where we just bash Liberty media. <laughs> Liberty media sucks. And we need Ted Turner back. Yes. Agreed, boys? Agreed. I hear no lies. Sweet. I would never lie on this podcast. Liberty Media is good. There's a lie. That's the first one. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> I, I think, can't say that anymore. I think Drew Smiley fits more of a fifth starter, long reliever. In the in the playoffs, he's definitely going to be coming out of the bullpen. I can tell you that. If he makes the roster, he's coming out of the bullpen. He's not starting a game. I, I really can't believe we sent him to an $11 million contract. I mean, that's just... I mean, he, like, the last time he was like, all the... the last time he was like really good was 2014, uh, 3.24 ERA. I mean, 2020 wasn't that bad. I guess 2015 wasn't that bad either. But um, this guy really hasn't been consistently good since 2016. Uh, I don't know what happened in 2017, and uh, it, it, he spent a lot of 20. I guess he was hurt or something because. He has no MLB yeah. stats between 2017 and 2018. Uh, <laughs> does anyone know like what happened to Drew Smiley? <laughs> no clue. He might have gotten Tommy John, honestly. I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah, that looks yeah. like an injury. I mean, he was with the Cubs in A-ball in 2018. He made one start. Mm. That's strange. 
to say the least. Actually, no, he did. Uh, he he only pitched one inning and he struck out the side. <laughs> uh, that's, Strong a tw- track record. Twenty-seven strikeouts per nine. <laughs> Enable. Yeah, here it is. It's in 2019, his first season back after missing two years due to Tommy John. So yeah, he had Tommy John um, from 2017 to 2019. It's great. So we're paying a guy who's injury prone to an $11 million one-year deal. I mean, he's had like that one good year that was like seven years ago. I will say, though, use that money I mean, to get a his, In 2019, his first season off of injury, he was very rocky, but. Then again, most people are coming off of an injury. And now he's finally settling in 2020, which he only pitched in seven games, which isn't a huge sample size. But he seemed to be more comfortable and confident in those games as well. So maybe he'll keep the trend going. I mean, you can't blame Drew Smyre for taking 11 million. I mean, if not if, at all, if someone just like, if I was worth like five bucks and someone offered me 15, I'd take the 15. Like, <laughs> Hey, I give him this. He had a in in those seven games. He did have a two point oh one FIP, so that was yes. Good. That's a that's actually something I did not notice, but that is yeah. I just phenomenal. realized they had two point oh one FIP, so that is very good. Seven games, very small sample size, but I mean, if only he can five do that of them were starts consistently. Only five of those were starts, so that's another yeah, interesting thing to point out. He had, he appeared twice in relief, had a record of zero and one. If if you like looking at records um which i i'm not a fan of no. but records are problems. um get rid of records also really? i just saw this last oh. season he had 14.4 strikeouts per nine really so oh good uh, <laughs> yeah just... we're just not looking at the stats at all <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah he had 14 strikeouts per nine I mean, waste of a but... million dollars striking out 15 guys <laughs> in a game I don't know. Though. He's, he he's got to be more consistent with it. If he can yeah. do that, if he can put up 14 strikeouts per nine and put up 20 starts, next, at least 20 starts next year, I think he'll give live him up an to MVP. that contract. Yeah, give yeah, him MVP. Give him an MVP. <laughs> the next U Darvish with all the strikeouts. because U Darvish <laughs> has the uh, active career. All, I think he actually has the highest K per nine of all time. Does he really? I think so. Uh, entertain the listeners. I'm going to check on that for you. <laughs> you I'm, new, I'm new to this whole thing. <laughs> uh, so, we, Luke, see, it's, it's, at, your, it's your job. Yeah, you're I've right. I've been on um, air look for at the like other 10 stats. minutes. So, yeah, he had 42 strikeouts in how many innings? 26 in the third innings. I don't know. It doesn't say. That's okay. He has a 1.4 home runs per nine, which isn't particularly great. But, I mean, it's not bad either. But Oh, yeah. You Darvis just have the highest K per nine. Uh, he's just ahead of Chris Sale. 11.1162. Like in a career? For a career, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed you Darvish if that was the stat. I know. Said, like, like the top. You want to know the top? Uh, we'll just go with the top ten. <laughs> How is this ten? This is actually a shocking list. I have. Well, Nolan Ryan's at fourteen, by the way. Uh, Bauer 13, 13 Kershaw Trevor, twelve, 
Corey Kluber, 11. Chris Archer's at 10. <laughs> I don't know. He does check out a lot of guys, I guess. Um, Pedro Martinez at 9. Garrett Cole at 8. Kerry Wood at 7. Jacob Dugram at 6. Uh, Drew Smiley at 5. Just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Strasburg at 5. Randy Johnson at 4. Scherzer, Sale, Darvish, 3 2 1. Yeah, I was going to guess um, Randy Johnson. So he was four. Where are you now? I was. Attaboy. <laughs> All right. We just have too much fun on this podcast. We really do. We do. <laughs> we just talk about those, bring up the most random thing. We were talking about Drew Smiley, and now we're talking about the highest case for nine innings. I don't know. Well, he did strike out a lot of guys last year. So that's the, that's the point. Sorry for getting us off topic. Oh, it happens all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It, it happens to us every episode. Don't worry. Like, yeah. it, it, it's probably going to happen again this episode. So, um, it already has. So, to all our listeners out there, uh, if we get cut off in the middle of our thing, uh, I'm on Zoom. We're, we're recording on Zoom, and apparently, uh, with meetings over three people, you can't record for more than 40 minutes, which is kind of, I mean, it, without paying. It is so. without paying. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks a month. I'm just like, like I, I don't know. Don't uh, so, yeah, yeah, donate. We have a donation bin. Um, we'll get a GoFundMe set up. Yes, we'll have a GoFundMe. Um, if you have a lookout. <laughs> uh, I think I think you can actually go to a thing on Anchor. Oh yeah, this is uh, this episode is brought to you by Anchor. So, uh we'll have that in like 5 minutes. So, <laughs> we'll have that little sponsorship in 5 minutes for y'all. Cuz cuz we're going to get cut off most likely. So, um <laughs> it, 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 we're going to be like mid-sentence and the meeting's just going to end. That's going to that's going to suck. Um but more on uh oh never mind. It says right here they recovered from Tommy John surgery. That didn't take long for me to see that, but um so, yeah, he spent 2018 rehabbing from Tommy John and the Cubs organization. The Cubs had signed Smiley on a two-year deal as he recovered. Um, before they had acquired uh, Cole Hamels from the Rangers in July of 2018. Um, familiar face there. <laughs> um, as part of that deal, the Rangers agreed to Hamels to pay Hamels $6 million buyout. This doesn't, this doesn't, this doesn't matter, so I'm just going to stop reading that. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> this is so bad um okay uh his well let's just like keep talking about some something random until we get cut off so we got four minutes until we're probably gonna have to start a new zoom session so um i bet we can make a transition we can make a transition who's next on the thing oh we non-tender Duval. Duval. when i'm Duval. This him. should this this is this should be our uh, DFA Liberty Media segment because we couldn't give. I mean, who Adam says we Duvall, can't do it more than once? We couldn't get. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that's get our message facts. out. Uh, if you if this is your first episode you've listened to, I'm sorry because <laughs> you're probably <laughs> so lost right now. Um, Adam Duval signed a 4.5 million dollar deal with the marlins and we turned him down for only four million so we couldn't pay five hundred thousand dollars more because their owner smiley 11 mil yes we paid cash around 
it doesn't make any sense. Like if if we went through an entire rebuild, we have some of the best fans in baseball, and we have owners that don't give a crap. Like, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> I will say that me? Duvall Duvall's been a solid guy all coming off the bench the past couple of years, and it's gonna hurt having to play against him. I, mean, I will it, tell it, you, it, he went to a division rival. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you, um, this actually happened, what was it, two days ago? The free agent signing of Jake Lamb, that was very underrated in my we'll opinion. We'll talk about if that. We can, yeah, I know. <laughs> but we'll bring that up. But. We'll, we'll bring that up a little later. So, um, man, It's just like <laughs> I'm watching the timer up in the top right corner, and I'm just like, you know, in like two minutes, this is – all gonna go to waste you know just kidding it's not gonna go to waste but it's just gonna all end and then i'm gonna just start all over <laughs> um, so carl edwards oh i would i would say something even worse about liberty media but we'll talk about carl carl edwards no no um sorry sorry i was interrupted um, but anyways, that's actually kind of a good time because before we move on to the bulk of our, um, bulk of our talk today, uh, which is like, we're going to be talking about getting Ozuna back. We're going to be talking about, uh, Luke Jackson. You don't want to miss that. Um, <laughs> Pablo Sandoval, Ari Arianza. I mean, we already talked about a bunch of this stuff, but, um, Chipper Jones adding to the coaching staff, uh, of course, Ozuna. Um, we'll be talking about all of that stuff uh, after this quick word from Anchor. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr., uh, this was a minor league deal. Um, very low risk, high reward. Uh, this guy was a huge part of that uh, Cubs bullpen in 2016. Um, uh, this, he was most recently with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, he was best known as his, for his time with the Cubs, uh, where he spent, uh, the first five years of his career from 2015 until 2019 and won a world series ring in 26, 2016, excuse me. Um, Edwards' production kind of fell off in his last season as a Cub, and they traded him to the Padres that summer. He didn't last long as a Padre, throwing only one and two-thirds of an inning, um, and he gave up six runs, and then it let him go. So, obviously, like this, is, that doesn't sound too exciting, but um, last year with Seattle, he only pitched in five games, uh, got a save, uh, pitched uh, four and two-thirds innings, uh, one walk, six strikeouts, uh, only gave up two hits, one walk, and one earned run in those 4.2 innings, a whip of 0.68, 6.43. Um, struck out, for his career, he struck out 12.1 batters per nine innings. Uh, but what has always uh, been the big issue for Carl Edwards Jr. has been the walks. Luke, you want to talk about his walk per nine? <laughs> Do you have it he has up? A, um, Yeah, he has a five walk per nine. You want to know what his um his walk per nine with the um 
<laughs> the Padres? The Padres was? Henry, do you have it pulled up? 21.6. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, I don't even start. I, he I only mean, pitched was, an inning and a third, but like. And two thirds. Two thirds. Two thirds, whatever. Yeah. He I mean, was I literally on, just on pace that. to walk 22 guys in that game in a nine inning in nine innings. What? That's not good. But it's a rough little stretch. So he pitched in two games. Give him a break. He had uh, he had two rough games. <laughs> uh, you know that's like that's like saying Javi Baez sucks because he had a, a bad season in 2020. He does. Uh, uh, really? No, I'm joking. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> so but overall in 20, 2019 he was really just not effective at all um with the cubs e- either he pitched in 20 games a 5.87 era um over 15 and a third he walked nine guys uh in his time there um and, and for his combined stats for 2019 at 8.47 era um in 22 games um 6.9 walks per nine nice um but however he did he did strike out 78 no that's that's batter's faced i'm sorry (laughs) i was like i was like well that's a lot of strikeouts um he struck out 19 and 17 innings so obviously the strikeout numbers are have always been there for carl edwards uh back in 2016 he had a career high 13 uh strikeouts per nine innings and only 3.5 walks per nine um, he's pretty good at limiting the long ball uh, for his career, 0.7 home runs per nine innings. Um, obviously, if we can get the the um, command controlled, um, this guy could easily become one of our better levers, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just looking at last year, too, he had trying to recover from his 21.6 walks per nine with San Diego last season, he had only 1.9 and 11.6 strikeouts per nine. So it seems like we're making a lot of moves based on this short season. And I don't know if that's a comfortable thought for me. I mean, it's taking a gamble with a bunch of guys, but they could pay off. They really could. And, uh, I mean, he wasn't the only bullpen guy that we got this offseason. Um, did I – I didn't even put this on here, but we also signed Nate Jones as well. Um, and Nate Jones has had a lot of success in his uh, career. Um, he's a veteran. He can definitely help out our bullpen. If he can stay healthy, um, we don't need to go into the stats because I, I do believe that when we signed him, I don't remember what episode that was. We talked more in depth about him. So, uh, if I – Luke, do you remember what episode that was? It was like nine or ten. I don't no, know. No, it was definitely not nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like seven. I don't know. Don't. It was me. like five or six, I think. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. So, um, if you have three or four hours just to burn listening to our voices, first of all, bless your heart. But, um, go go listen to those episodes. Go listen to all of our episodes. Why not? While you're at it. Uh, we're yes. very entertaining guys. We, we we don't cuss. We're good boys. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we're entertaining as well. I mean, we're, check us out on YouTube and all of our socials. All of that is in the description. So that's all. all yeah. Also, Henry, if you don't, if if you would like, you want to put your socials in the description of this episode. 
Sure, I'll go for it. <laughs> All right. So, so Henry's socials as well. If you want to go check out Henry's profiles on social media, uh, be sure to check those out in the description. Um, they'll be both on YouTube and uh, Spotify, all the platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple podcast everywhere. And then you get a look at uh, for, see exactly what Braves News 101 looks like in person. And then a lot of y'all are from there. So shout out to my Braves page. Of course. Had and Luke. Well, yeah, Luke's, Luke's got a Braves page now. It's called Braves Suck 2001. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best you can Go follow it and tell them uh, the podcast. We're here from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look it up. You'll never find it. Yeah. It's my burner account. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Henry, you got, you have a burner account you want to shout out? <laughs> you know, sadly, I don't. I probably oh. should, though. <laughs> I actually don't either. So, Luke, you're the only way I. You're the only one. <laughs> anyway, nobody knows. Nobody knows about it. Now, about now it. the whole world knows. No, don't worry about it. You didn't hear anything. Um. So, uh, we're kind of going in order of importance. I don't even know what how we organize this thing. <laughs> um, I don't we're gonna be honest. But, we just put them on the list. We, we just we, put them we, on the we, list. We thought of, we thought of the guys we signed, and we just put them there. There was no rhyme or yeah. This is in it. no order. So, like, just because we're talking about Marcelo Zuna last doesn't mean we don't like Marcelo Zuna. Marcelo Zuna is my favorite current Brave player. I don't know if I ever said that on a podcast, but I love Marcelo Zuna. You know, I didn't say that because before we signed Zuna, because like we didn't. Have, he wasn't on the team. Yeah. Is a free agent, so once he, he's back, and you know he, he signed a team friendly deal because first of all, Liberty Media sucks, and second of all, he's a great human being. So, um, <laughs> uh, every episode we just go off of Liberty Media, and it, uh, it's so great. It's and we're really Liberty Media times three already, and we're only like yeah twenty five minutes get, in. Get that hashtag DFA Liberty Media trending on Twitter ASAP. Shout us out hey. DFA Liberty Media at our personals or just braves news one letter or whatever just whatever okay um i'm not i i'm not i don't have a personal twitter account so you can't really tag me but you can we don't even have a podcast thing for twitter but we should make we i don't know if anyone wants to email us and like yeah we have an email too email us below we're desperate for emails i think we actually had an email i don't know if we've even did we even read it <laughs> Uh, have we even read this yet? What? Have I said this on email? air? It's from Kerwin. Oh, no, we didn't read that. Oh, yeah, I was going... I don't know if I told you that about this. You didn't uh, tell me that. <laughs> Kerwin! Kerwin says... Hi, I enjoyed this yesterday. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you answer it? Because <laughs> we both wrote Yeah, I, I, I did. I answered it. It was like last night or something okay so he said hi i enjoy your podcast for the last couple of weeks lately on various platforms instagram spotify apple Podcasts, and now youtube all i have to say is keep up the great work thanks kerwin i mean that was that was almost a week ago so sorry for just getting back to you but kerwin thank you yeah truly we really appreciate that anyone else who wants to 
have their name in a podcast, uh, please email us. Yes. We are desperate to read your emails live on air. <laughs> and send us links to random Braves moments and we'll just play them on air. <laughs> Why not? Just don't like Rickroll me, please. I'm going to get Rickrolled, I feel like, <laughs> if I do that. Um, anyways. Um, what's the next thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Arbitration resignings. Uh, Max Freed and Dansby Swanson. Uh, wait. Uh, uh, didn't we? Uh, didn't we get Soroka and yeah, who's someone else as well? Why did not Soroka uh, and um? Who else was that? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even remember who the other one was. Was it Austin Riley? Not... No, it wasn't Austin. No, he's not. I don't think he's arbitration eligible yet. He has MLS service time. Who was the other person? Um, was it? I don't know. AJ Minter. <laughs> was it Minter? Yeah. So, Sounds right. Uh, anyways, uh, Max Freed, uh, we avoided arbitration with him on a one-year $3.5 million deal. That's a steal. Max Freed is worth a lot more than $3.5 million. But, yeah. you know, Liberty Media is being cheap, so. Facts. Oh, it just, we need to have an entire DF, uh, like Liberty Media episode <laughs> sometime and just bash him. Um, yeah. and if if you don't know what arbitration is, please look it up because it's too complicated to just like. I feel like I couldn't even explain it well enough on air. I will it's say this: so com- it's complicated. I will say this: people on Twitter were getting like a little riled up because like Dansby Swanson lost his arbitration hearing, so he got he's getting six million this year instead of six point eight, and people were asking, they were like, "Will this hurt the?" the relationship with the franchise or with the front office? No. Players aim. Yeah. It's not up to the players and their agents aim high in money so they can Mm -hmm. get more money. um, It's more like their agents. And it's also arbitration cases go to the judge. So it's the judge's decision basically. So uh, AJ Minter, uh, Braves and AJ Minter agreed to one year, $1.3 million to avoid arbitration. Um, and then we got Dansby back, as he said, the six for six million dollars he lost his arbitration case. And then what happened with Soroka? I think he it was like three five, maybe. I think it was somewhere around there. Same or as three eight. Freed. It was somewhere okay. around, yes. Yeah, somewhere around Freed. there. Uh, yeah. So I don't think there's much to go over there. I mean, yeah, I think that's just you know. It, that's what it is what it is so we're paying like our top three in the rotation like a combined seven million dollars <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> basically that's and what are we saying. paying anderson like 500k this year or something probably you know, you know those service time salaries the service time manipulation if we want to talk about the kevin mather thing i don't know mather i don't know what they say the mariners gm or Mar- mariners former we, we, we don't we can talk about that another episode that's just Holy cow. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, anymore. we can discuss that in the next episode if we need to. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what that next episode is. Really we might get back in the top 10 list. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, we. Uh, so, uh, oh, what's the next thing? 
Oh, goodness. We got Grant Dayton back and Luke Jackson to avoid arbitration. Boo. <laughs> um, Actually, I don't uh, mind Grant Dayton, but obviously you Luke, know Luke Jackson. If, if you guys want to know, um, <laughs> let me just find him. So Luke Jackson was rocked for a 6.84 ERA last year and a 3.84 ERA in, in uh, 2019. That's a miracle. He gave up like three hits an inning, and somehow his ERA was 3.84. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, he does strike out a lot of guys. I'll give him that, but he's getting $1.9 million next year. Uh, so this is what Liberty Media is spending their money on. A guy with an ERA like of seven. It is painful to watch Luke Jackson play baseball. It is painful to watch him pitch because you know there's going to be runners in scoring position before we get one out. It is a guarantee. It's, it's probably the most consistent thing about this baseball team. <laughs> Luke Jackson give, digging us in a hole in their offense, having to come back late and save the game, which they do a lot of the time, thankfully. But this man, I don't think I've ever watched him pitch and think, oh, wow, that was pretty good. Let's keep this guy on the team. I, every time I see him pitch, I just want to punch a hole in the wall. It's – I've said enough. I've said enough. And I remember – because Luke and I went to game one of the NLDS in uh, 2019, um, and Chris Martin got hurt in like, – I think it was the eighth inning. Was it seventh inning, I think? Wait. I think it's my cutout. Yeah, you're on oh, mute. Sorry. <laughs> it's a, it was the top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Uh, and uh, Luke Jackson comes in. We're up by, we're up by two or three, I think. Um, two, because I think Goldschmidt hit a two-run to tie the game or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, do you remember this game, Henry? I'm, and I, I, you might remember it like, vaguely. Game yeah, I think that. so. Yeah, 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 I remember. And uh, Chris Martin got hurt. Yeah. Let me just pull up the um, play-by-play real quick. I can tell you, I was at a game. Me and my friend decided to go up on a Friday and watch a game. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were – I can't remember who we were playing. I think it may have been the Phillies or the Nats or something. And it was painful to watch Lou Jackson come in. Me and all my friends all hate him. And we see him come in, and we start booing from the top of the stadium. And sure enough, he gives up, like, three runs in his inning. And we had a nice lead, but we ended up winning the game. Shane Green came in to close it. But Yeah, I don't blame you for booing. Like, it's – I mean, it's not like we don't want to see Luke Jackson – it's not like we don't want to see him succeed. We just we want him to succeed. He just never does. Yeah, yeah. I have no confidence in him when I see him toe the like rubber. Like every time he, yeah, every time he toes the rubber, I'm like, maybe this is the time. But no, it never is. <laughs> so never so is. We, so we were up three to one in the eighth and in, entering the eighth inning, uh, top of the eighth inning, and we bring in Chris Martin and he gets injured during warmups. We bring in Luke Jackson. Out of all the guys that are in a bullpen, we bring in Luke Jackson. Um, 
Mr. Consistent. Let's, so, uh, very first batter uh, shows up a bomb to Paul Goldschmidt to make it three to two. Very first batter. <laughs> it was it was bad. Um, and then next batter was our new friend Marcelo Zuna, and Luke Jackson actually struck him out. So good good for Luke Jackson, I guess. He struck out Marcelo Zuna, and then he struck out Yadier Molina. So we're up by one. Uh, with two outs in the eighth inning, gives a back to back singles from Paul DeYoung and Colton Wong. Um, and then he's pulled because he just gave up. Two, back to, he gave up three hits in point two innings, and then Mark Blancy gave up a game tying single to um, Matt Carpenter, and Colton Wong was thrown out at home. So, um, and the ninth inning was a dumpster fire. But um, <laughs> we gave up how? I think we gave up four runs in the top of the ninth, and then we scored three in the bottom half, and we lost seven six. Um, but uh, and I remember because. We, we both went to that game. Sorry, sorry, Henry, but we'll go back to no, you in just good. a second. Um, but I, when as soon as Luke Jackson came into that game, Luke and I looked at each other because we were a few sections over from each other. We found each other, and we just gave each other the same exact look like, it's about to go down. Like, we're, we're screwed. We're, we're just screwing ourselves over. And sure enough, we we did exactly that. Like we both knew that we were about to. We we're just signing up ourselves up for disaster as soon as we brought in Luke Jackson. Or uh, like, go ahead, go ahead, Henry. With the whatever you say. I was just gonna say Luke Jackson and Tyler Flowers were a lethal duo. They were Mister <laughs> Consistent at screwing that team over every time they got hey, they got a chance. Luke Jackson, I'm sorry, not Luke Jackson. Tyler Flowers would only produce and perform. And games where either we had a huge lead or we were down by a ton. And it was the bottom of the ninth, two outs. I'm glad that we got at least one thorn out of our side. I'll say that. And the fact that we, I just don't get why we keep giving Luke Jackson chance after chance after chance. This guy's been with us since like 2016. Like, when is the time going to come where we just like, we're done with you? I mean, we should, he should have been gone like three years ago. And he just keeps coming back on these short deals. And he keeps being brought into the games. And, like, literally, I was watching a game in my dorm last semester. And uh, we were, we brought in Luke Jackson. I think I said something sarcastic or whatever about Luke Jackson. I was like, why do we keep bringing him in? And my roommate told me, this is legendary. Um, well, <laughs> uh, or, like, well, no, I think I asked, what is there to like about Luke Jackson? And he said, well, at least he prays before he pitches, and I, uh, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does every Braves fan in existence. <laughs> so, so uh, lots of prayers go out when uh, Luke Jackson comes to the game. Looking, looking uh, at Luke Jackson's stats the past two seasons, twenty nineteen, he um he had thirteen strikeouts per nine, three point two walks per nine, so that's pretty respectable. Last season, he absolutely fell apart. Six strikeouts per nine and four and a half walks a nine. He is the best oh, pitcher nine, anyway, at allowing base runners. Hits you know 13.2. Holy cow. And then on the walks per nine, and that's like 13.2 hits per nine. Sorry, 13.3. So What's that's even worse. <laughs> that's a total of 17.7 base runners per nine innings. 
Good gosh. Oh my gosh. And we're paying him almost <laughs> $2 million. Wait, wait. That's wasn't like- Luke Jackson a starter to start his career? Didn't he start his career as a starter? Um, not with us. He did not. He has zero career starts. Hmm. I thought he did. <laughs> if Luke Jackson's ever a starter, I mean, holy cow. Um, you know I feel we're bad. bad if, if Luke Jackson's our starter. If, hey, if he was a, starts a game, the world is ending. <laughs> hey, maybe then, that's what we need to do start him in the first inning so we can have all the runs that he's given up in that one inning and then we can just start from there can yeah we, we just... need to know we need a game back yeah <laughs> can we just talk about his awful hair? 7-0 in the first inning <laughs> i mean he would be even worse than Fulty in game five and of the nlds unless i'm talking about I, that i so. don't know about that i don't know about that one <laughs> it's luke jackson yes he's he's gonna be even worse. I mean, if anyone like, I'm not saying Fulty was a bad pitcher. I, I love Fulty, um, and I wish him the best of luck in Texas. But can we just also talk about his hair? It's terrible. Like, he looks like a. Hey, what does he even look like? <laughs> it looks like he just woke up in the morning and found a pail of grease and decided to dip his head in it <laughs> and walk out of the house. Uh, it, it, he's he, he it's terrible. I don't. He has like a he has like a little girl's haircut, but he has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so it looks terrible. I know if I'm I a mean, batter in the MLB and I step in the and box, I see that and I'm Jackson, just I'm, I'm, I'm licking confident. my I'm licking my chops when I'm seeing Luke Jackson on the mound and I'm at the plate. Like I'm just like this is home run derby right here. Actually, that might be uh once Luke Jackson retires, that's that'll be the perfect job for him is thro- throwing batting that practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he already does it in the ra- in the major leagues, so might as well Why not? a full time job. Why not? You can pay two million bucks yeah. to pitch batting practice in live <laughs> games. Basically. Um anyways, we we're gonna Due to time constraints, we're going to skip ahead and just go ahead and talk about Victor Arano and Kyle. We, actually, no, we will only talk about Kyle Garlick because he's gone, but we'll talk about Victor Arano. I'm looking at these stats, and I'm really, really liking this move. I, will, I do see an increasing ERA through his three seasons already, but overall, his career ERA is 2.65 um, over 73 games. He has 9.6 strikeouts per nine and 2.8 walks um yeah i think i like the signing he's gonna be a good addition to our pen after losing uh melanson and chris martin we lost someone else shane green and melanson shane green Darren yeah. O'Day as well yes i believe no, we lost believe some... he'll be a good fill-in we lost some really good talent in our bullpen, but I feel like Victor Rano, he was one of the better relievers in the Phillies bullpen for three years. I mean, uh, where was he last year? He was um, Phillies. He's been oh, with the Phillies oh, all three no, years. No, no, no. Oh, he, he, I don't he know where he was any, last year. He, he, I don't right know where he elbows was last doesn't year. have any 2020 stats. He, he underwent right elbow surgery. It wasn't Tommy John, but um, yeah, that's interesting. Um if he can if he can rebound from that injury, um, I feel he like kinda, he, he, he could be one of our be- best relievers. I mean, he, him and Edwards, and maybe he who knows even maybe even Nate Jones. I don't know if he's even on yeah. the forty man roster though. I think if he if he could have any type of season semi close to twenty eighteen, I think we're getting a 
really a steal. I mean, a two seven three ERA in sixty games, sixty appearances. He gave up. He had sixty strikeouts, so about a strikeout an inning. A three point three six fifth. He did have over a one whip. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not Luke Jackson two point but Wait, what? What do you say? But his whip was what? One, almost one point two, which isn't the worst, but that's pretty good. Like Luke Jackson is close to two, so yeah. <laughs> like, like Victor Rano, it doesn't concern me at all. I mean, this guy still is—he's got the stuff for sure. Even though his FIP has been on the rise uh, for a while. Um, Actually, I won't say he was one of the better relievers for three years. I mean, only pitched in 13 combined games between uh, both 2017 and 2019. In 2018, he was phenomenal. Uh, pitched in 60 games. Um, this this is it's such a low risk uh, thing to go out and try to get this guy. I think. Um, you all agree? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. All right. Moving right along. Um, we also got Kyle Garlic from the Phillies, but uh, we DFA'd him, and he's now with the Twins, so we don't need to talk about him. So um, we also re-signed the Kung Fu Panda, uh, Pablo Sandoval. Anyone want to talk about Pablo Sandoval? Do you want to give my honest opinions or optimistic opinions? <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about his weight okay <laughs> so i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> listen let's be respectful i i don't think pablo sandoval will make the roster i think i mean obviously we know his best days are behind him he got what like one at bat in in the playoffs and he got hit i think uh, I don't know. Um, you got one at bat in the 2020 regular season with the Braves and two um, at bats. No oh, hits. Oh, 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 uh, two at bats, and but he, he got walked twice. So a 500 on base percentage. Even with how bad our bench is right now, I don't think Pablo is going to be the answer on the bench. 38 year old, however old Pablo Sandoval is now. He'll be 34. That's it. Yeah, thirty-four. <laughs> yeah, he's been around a while. He came up with as a young, young guy. Uh, he was back in twenty ten in that old. World Series run. He was uh, in two thousand eight. He was only twenty one. So, um, yeah, you thought he was like forty, huh? <laughs> I thought he was like forty years old. Not in, what was the year? Was that twenty fourteen where he was the one that caught the final out in the World Series? Correct. Yep. Says what? And set, he just be... he just fell to the ground. He just yeah. Fell. Yeah. He was 27 20, then. 27. Hmm. I didn't I didn't think he was that young. I thought he was like 100. <laughs> he looks he looks ancient already. Yeah. But but yeah, he I thought hit. like I mean, he's he still got power though. I think everyone knows that, but uh this guy's yeah. pl- played in 11 total series. I'm hearing a weird noise. In the, I'm in the storage room, so it, I'm hearing like random noises behind me. Um, but he he has appeared in 11 total series in the postseason. Um, obviously, was a big part of three World Series runs with the Giants. Won all three of them. 
2010, 2012, and 2014. One World Series MVP in 2012. Um, a two-time All-Star. He's He won three World Series <laughs> rings. I mean, he, he has a lot of experience in the postseason, but most of that came. I mean, he, he did have one appearance in – or actually, no, he appeared three times in the 2020 NLCS, but um, I, he didn't get a single hit. He was over three with two strikeouts. So uh, he got hit by a pitch, though. So, hey, still, still does not have a hit in the Braves uniform, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I got to not to take away anything from his previous accomplishments, but this, this guy last year, he hit 214. One homer in how many games? Thirty-four total games. Uh, I just I agree with um with Luke. I think he's not going to make the roster, but I think it's definitely worth a shot to at least mentor some other young guys in spring training. But I don't think he's going to be on our active roster. I think he could help our Hispanic infielders. I mean, I guess we only have two uh, Aussie, and Camargo, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Um, he could be. I think he could be a huge mentor to Camargo um, and uh, who knows, maybe even Ari, Ari, I can't even say the name, Adrianza, Adrianza. I don't know. Ari Andrianza. Yeah. Him. I think he could also there be a mentor go. to him, even though he's a veteran in his own right. But um, that is actually a beautiful transition because we also got him two days after uh, resigning Pablo Sandoval. And also, if y'all are hearing an echo, we apologize. We're trying to figure out why that is, but um, we'll see. We'll see if we can get that fixed sometime in the future. We'll try to figure it out. We promise. So, Ari Adrianza. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this signing. Um Last year, he had 191 in 44 games. He had 101 plate appearances and sitting sub 200. Uh, that's that's not looking good on paper. It's no homers, three it's RBIs. True. Um, 2019 looked decent. He had 272 and 83 games and 202 at bats with five homers. So he's not really a not really looking like a power threat, but Still could be – if he plays like he does in 2020, not mm-hmm. 2019, he could be a consistent contact, get a hit off the bench. Mm-hmm. He also put up a 765 OPS in 2019. I think he he does have that potential to be very solid uh, bench bat. I think he might be one of Snickers – uh, go-to guys off the bench like Culberson was for a number of years. I'm not saying this guy is the next Culberson, but um, obviously the hair isn't as good. But um, <laughs> how can you talk about Culberson and not bring up that hair? I mean, it's impossible. Um, we wish Culberson the best of luck with Texas, of course. We have to. Please come back. Yes. yes. Uh, we we already miss uh, Charlie Culberson uh, a ton, so um also uh, 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 another Braves news that also just went on uh we DFA'd Jeremy Walker uh a, a few days ago and he was just picked up by the San Francisco Giants so of course best of luck to Jeremy Walker uh in his 
uh, his next uh, stop in his career. With the we Giants. also we also DFA'd today Jack Mayfield. Yeah, we were going to talk so, about we were going to talk about him, but yeah, uh, Jack Mayfield is in our list. But Jack Mayfield obviously today got DFA'd. Doesn't mean he's necessarily gone, but um, yeah, he's not on the forty man roster anymore. So um, I don't think there's really a need to talk about uh, Mayfield right now. So we also selected Cal. Kyle Muller to the 40-man roster. Kyle Muller, woo! I, I know that Luke is a huge fan of Kyle Muller. Love Kyle Muller. And we Favorite actually discussed prospect. We discussed Kyle Muller uh, briefly in uh, podcasts. Uh, just, I don't know. That was like episode seven, I think. I, uh, or episode six or seven. I don't know. Uh, we talked about his high school career where he was an absolute stud. He set a national record with 24 strikeouts in a row. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of unheard of. but And he also hit like close to 400 with like 15 bombs. I don't even know. Um, I, 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 I'm just making that number up. I actually have no idea how many homers Mark he Mark my hit, words, but... by 2023, Kyle Muller will be mainstay in the Braves rotation. Unless we trade don't, him. Please don't trade him, Don't doubt that. Alex. Don't trade him. If he, by 2023, Freed, Zeroka, Anderson, Muller. And whoever else. So, uh, so he was selected <laughs> with it's, he was selected in 2016. Uh, he's uh, a left handed pitcher. Uh, he was named Gatorade Baseball Player of the Year after going 8 0 with a 0. 0.46 ERA and 133 strikeouts as a pitcher. I don't know how many innings. Uh, hit 396. It was 15 homers and 52 runs batted in. So this guy was a pitcher and an outfielder, and he set the national record for strikeouts in a row with 24. And that doesn't even matter who you're facing. That's insane at any level, no matter the opponent. 24 strikeouts in a row. That's that's pretty unheard of anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It's mind-boggling. Uh, okay, we're back. Uh, we had a little technical difficulties there, but uh, anyways, <laughs> we 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 talking about Kyle Muller, and uh, he is uh, absolute stud. Uh, he is obviously on the forty-man roster now. To so we that was to ensure that we wouldn't have to um, take him off the forty-man roster. Um, or, or or not take him off the forty man roster to make sure he wasn't like subject to the uh, what's it called the Rule Five draft or whatever. I'm not really sure how that works out, but um, if you, if anyone's familiar with the Rule Five draft um, out there, I, I'm not I I'm not too familiar with how it works. But um, anyways, the next thing that we're we have on our list is uh. Chipper Jones has been added to our coaching staff. Uh, this was earlier this month, February 1st. Um, and um, I, I, I love, I, I think Chipper Jones was, has always, like, I've always thought of him as like, a great mentor, and I've always thought that he could be a manager, but obviously we have Snicker. So um, I think he was hired as a hitting analyst. So uh, do y'all have any opinions on this? I think it's a great move, honestly. I think 
Chipper is a great leader, and he knows how to work with young guys on their swing. I know he's worked with Dansby and got him back on track with all his high expectations, being the number one overall pick. I know he worked with him. I know he spent some time with Austin Riley as well. Um, still waiting to see that come to fruition, but he's I know he's willing to work with the guys and wants to give back in any way he can as the organization, and hopefully he'll move on up quickly. I'm a huge fan of this. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a great sign or a great addition to the staff. Definitely will help, like Henry said, the younger guys. For, just, I mean, whether that's on the field or just you know, the mental part of the game, like you know, knowing when to be ready. Um, I think it's a great addition to the staff. So. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Chipper Jones, I mean, he's he's been with us for spring training for a number of years, and he, he's just kind of uh, been there as a mentor for younger players. And he wasn't actually hired by the Braves for, for any position. He just showed up and um, wanted to just help out. And he and Andrew Jones and a bunch of other former Brave players. Um, and obviously this is a Hall of Fame for their basement as everyone – it Braves country should know. Um, and I, I honestly think that uh, this, this is just going to be huge. And uh, you, you all said that like he can really help out Austin Riley. Trevor uh, Jones was always a great hitter from both sides of the plate. Uh, I, I know Austin Riley's not a switch hitter, but um, he was very disciplined at the plate too. And that's what, Austin Riley struggles with the most is uh, laying off off-speed pitches low and away. Um, just watching Austin Riley for a few years, I, I've just have gotten used to seeing him just swing and miss at terrible pitches. Um, but uh, I think that Chipper Jones could be a huge mentor to not just Austin Riley, but everyone on the team. And um, I'm sure that like guys like Freddie Freeman, or I guess Freddie Freeman's the only guy, but uh, only former teammate of his still around, but. I'm sure Freddie Freeman's so happy to see Chipper Jones back on a regular basis. So yeah, yeah, I remember last spring training, um, Chipper was um, announcing, and Freddie was up at bat, and they were chirping him in his ear, and then he ended up scoring on that fly ball, screaming, "There's wind, boys! There's wind, boys! There's wind! There's wind!" Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. It was that a beautiful was... moment. It was a beautiful moment, Joe. If we think shut down like two days later. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh we that's that's basically every like bit of news that we have uh correct me if i'm wrong but there, I there's think, other we have one no, more thing well, we, no, we coaching have, we coaching wise thing. we do have well, i'm talking about players but i'm saying we have one player well, we were talking about we're, coaching. We're saving oh, have yes well actually actually no we have two because we have so, let's talk about jake lamb first yeah yes Oh, I, I love this deal. I, I love, love it. getting Jake. Team. I love this Jake signing. Lamb. I almost I said something. Signing. I almost said something that rhymes, rhymes with lamb and starts with D. And I, I don't know. It kind of slipped. So hopefully, I didn't say the full thing. Dude, I saw something on Twitter, <laughs> and it was like, "Can't wait for some lamb chop." That was that was <laughs> that was clever. Ooh. I'll give people that was clever. Chop on. Yeah, you know, we were talking is- about a left-handed bat. There you go. That that I think is going to be the left-handed bat on our bench. 
Oh, speaking it's of Jay another Glenn. left-handed bat, we also forgot to talk about Jason Kipnis, but we talked about him on a, a, another episode ago or a couple episodes ago. I think I was in the starting pitcher episode, if I if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, so um, we talked about Jason Kipnis, but Jake Lamb is a new one. So uh, Jake Lamb, <laughs> he, he, back in his Arizona Diamondbacks days, when he was healthy, uh, this guy was an absolute stud. Uh, he came up in 2014. He still looks like he's 22 years old. <laughs> I mean, I got to point that out too. He's 30 years old, but he looks like he's 22. Um, he he was he was not healthy at all, hardly at all in uh, 2018. Uh, for about he was injured for about half of 2019 and in 2020. Uh, he he was he, he it was like his first like really healthy year. With the Diamondbacks, he was not good. He hit 116 with a 380 OPS. But he, he when he went to Oakland, uh, he's we saw glimpses of what he was like back when he was an All Star in 2017. Uh, three homers, nine RBIs, and 882 OPS. This guy's a stud. I mean, there's no other way around it. A career OPS of 98. But obviously, when you're battling injuries like crazy, like he has been. Um, the OPS plus should climb if he can stay healthy. And if he does stay healthy, I feel like he could platoon with um, Austin Riley. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the signing as well. Um, the I mean, potential is endless. And he, worst case scenario, he's just um, a bat on the bench. But I could see him being an everyday third baseman if everything goes well. Um, yeah. I think I, he could turn out to be the Travis Darno kind of signing that – comes out of nowhere and just really really finds his legs under him i'm a fan of any signing from oakland or tampa for sure i mean yeah i mean go ahead when this guy stayed on the field in 2016 and 2017 he was an all-star in 2017 he had 29 bombs in 2016 30 in 2017 he had 105 rbis and 91 rbis in 2016 2017 a 114 and 112 OPS plus. So when this guy is healthy and on the field, he produces. It's just about keeping him on the field. And I think hopefully, whether that's, you know, just him being a bench bat and playing, you know, maybe starting one game a week potentially and then just coming off the bench and maybe even being that, you know, that clutch guy that Charlie Colperson was. I mean, that's being optimistic, obviously, but I think very good signing, very underrated. I didn't even know he's a free agent, actually, until we signed him. Same. <laughs> so I like it a lot. I'm a huge Jake Lamb fan. Um, always have been. I mean, he was when it when he was with the Diamondbacks, he was just so darn good for when he was healthy. Of course, I know I keep saying that, but um, I, I really think that this guy's potential is just through the roof. Uh, he's only 30 years old. He's been around a while. He's a veteran now, um, even though he looks like he just came out of high school, but <laughs> uh, a lot of power. He's just, you know, he's never hit higher than 263 uh, in a season. I mean, he did hit 267 with Oakland, but that's, but uh, combined with 20, uh, his stats with Arizona, he hit 193 for the year. Exact same as 2019, but he was battling a lot of injuries. So, um, you know, last time he was really healthy was 2017, so four years ago, which is, I know it's a long time ago, but 
Um, he still put up an OPS of 840 and 844 uh, in those two years, 2016 and 2017. Um, and a fan favorite out there in Arizona. So, um, Also, I, before I, we move on, I, this guy's got a pretty solid glove too. He, yeah, he yeah. really his only two poor seasons were 2016 and 17 when he was hitting like like crazy. But other than that, he's been a pretty reliable glove there in the hot corner. Absolutely. I mean, this guy's glove is kind of under the radar as well. I, I didn't even like look at his uh I haven't even taken a look at his feeling stats either, but um defensive run save let's try to find that um why is is why is drs not on baseball reference that's tough is it rdrs i don't know that's not it um yeah i don't know oh well but he's, he has a good glove a, a career uh 963 feeling percentage which is not bad for a third third baseman at all uh, third base is the hardest, one of the, probably the hardest position in the field. Like, not, maybe not catcher, but um, it, it's the 13, hardest position by far in the infield. He had 13 defensive runs saved in 2015. Did he? Yeah. And really, oh, his just two bad years in 2016-17, that, that kind of brings down his career average. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I will say, I think I, I really do like – his glove as well. Mm-hmm. So Jake Lamb, huge fan of this one. And of course, uh, the elephant in the room. This is what a lot of people want to hear about. Um, we got Marcelo Zuna back. We had an entire episode dedicated to this because it was so big. Uh, we recorded two podcasts in the same day because we had talked about Trevor Bauer signing. And then that night I was driving to get some dinner and I get this text on my phone from Luke. You're like, <laughs> like, like, like you. I don't know what you said, but you were just. You got I, I I don't remember. I can look, try and find it. And it's probably. Uh, I think we should probably like not even say it because it's probably something that we shouldn't even say. But <laughs> like, holy, because he's back. So. <laughs> is that exactly what it is? <laughs> Do you know? And, um. Oh, hang okay. on. I'm still scrolling back. <laughs> That's okay. We text a lot. So, um, yeah. so uh, we were, we put in our notes, hopefully talk about a big signing, a.k.a. Ozuna update, uh, Ozuna, and then update LFG. So <laughs> we, we, were, we were so excited when we got him. So yeah. um, we had an entire episode on him. So, I, I mean, obviously – I told I said earlier he's my favorite Braves player right now because he's just such a this all he does is rake. I mean his swing is so good. The sleeve, the 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 mixing bowl thing, the mix it up thing. I don't even know what you want to call it. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, this guy was mixing the perfect bowl thing. Yeah, okay, just we'll name it that. <laughs> the mixing. I mean that's kind of what it is. I don't know. Stirring the pot. I guess I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it is. I know it was like hashtag mix it up during the postseason and all that, but um, did they have that during the regular season? No, I can't remember, but um, Monster Power. Uh, this guy was the perfect guy to replace Josh Donaldson. I mean, I was one of those guys who was like, I was, I was really ticked off when we didn't get 
Josh Donaldson. But when we signed Mark Sullivan, I was like, eh, whatever. Like we got, I mean, at least we got a guy, but like, but this is not Josh Donaldson. And we saw what Josh Donaldson did in Minnesota in 2020. He was injured a lot, but uh, it was just not good. He was not Josh Donaldson like, and um, Marcel Ozuna was an MVP candidate. So obviously we made the right choice there, and he's back on a very team friendly deal, a four year, sixty four, sixty five million, I think. Um, somewhere it, it, I've seen sixty four, I've seen sixty five. I don't know which is correct. So, whatever Ken Rosenthal said, yeah, that's correct. So, um, <laughs> when in doubt, check go with Kenny. So, um, how long have we been on? I think we've been on for about, uh, well, Luke had some technical difficulties. I'm guessing about an hour and 15 minutes. So, um, this was actually, we were actually expecting this episode to be a little longer, but, uh, yeah, we can, we can get to our, I mean, unless you, do do y'all have anything else about Ozuna? No, I, I mean, four hole bomber. Let's go win world series. That's all I have to say. Amen. All right, let's go two A. You get two amens. All right, so I think it's time to find a wallet. So, wallet. I, I discussed this with uh, Henry uh, earlier today about our our uh, segments that we always do. Um, had the DFA Liberty Media, and we had several of those this episode. But um, let me find one. And then both of you, we, we this is the first time we've ever had two guessers for who this home run was hit by. So this should be fun. Oh, wait, I'm on the wrong Instagram account. Also, uh, uh, never mind. I, we, I, I need to tell Luke something after the podcast. So. Um, yeah. I was about to say that one error. I was just like, oh, this is not the same. <laughs> Anyways, um, Oh, oh, wait, we also have, have said, had some Braves news today. Uh, Guillermo Heredia, we claimed him off waivers from the Mets. Uh, I don't know, really. I mean, he's a solid bench bat. He's a solid fourth, fifth outfielder. I think we definitely did need an extra outfielder. Um, so we have we have both Ender and um, Heredia now as our backup uh, outfielder. So um, Heredia is a solid, solid guy as well. Um, I didn't even... We haven't even brought that up yet, but um, how do y'all y'all feel about uh, Guillermo Heredia? Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of the same boat as Sandoval. I don't know if he'll he'll make the roster, but uh, just looking at his stats, are not too optimistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, his career high in batting average is two fifty. Um, not great. His rookie year. Yeah. And his uh, career high in OPS is 668. Never been great. Oh, 672. I'm sorry. That was in 2020. <laughs> but that was only in 15 games with the uh, Pirates and Mets. So I don't, I, I really don't know how, how I feel about this. I mean, it's not a bad deal, but it's like, He's a good he's a good defensive outfielder. He's fast. He can steal bases. No, just kidding. He only has seven in his career. I thought he was a fast guy. Maybe not. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, this guy is not as good as I had hoped. Um, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not. But he's a fifth outfielder. So I mean, at least we got a fifth outfielder that we can rely on if we need him. So um, it was definitely a slow off season. But 
when this episode airs. You, you never know. Maybe we're not even done. Maybe we do bring back Shane Green. Who knows? Um, but I hope we do bring back Shane Green. I think that having Luke, Luke Jackson in double A would help. Maybe even single A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just release him. <laughs> or just release No, no. We Get that burden own. out of our whatever. Out of our maybe, franchise. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can help out our... Uh, uh, single A team. Maybe you can help the Augusta Green Jackets. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing BP <laughs> to them. Yeah, or you could be, throw BP to the Augusta Green Jackets. That works too. I'm sure the fans who show up early to the Augusta games will re- really appreciate that. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Um, yeah, we, I got to find a wallet. So. Um, anything y'all want to add about our offseason? Did I miss anything? No, I think you're good. Yeah. I wish we went after um, starters a little more aggressively. And uh, it sucked to see Melanson walk, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one, you, you remember the last episode we had? Uh, this wasn't, oh, the last time we did, we didn't do one last, last episode because it was a serious topic. Um we talked about uh, Hank Aaron, Phil Necro, and Don Sutton, uh, all three of those guys, and it was kind of a sad episode. But so we didn't have yes. a WAP segment. So last time we did have a WAP segment was uh, episode ten with Jordan Rager, but we didn't we uh, let Jordan go uh, a little before that because we didn't want him to hold him too long and we didn't want to get on his nerves. So we let him go before we can <laughs> before we could proceed with our stupid segments. <laughs> but we love doing this stuff. So. Um, this, if you remember the last one, it was Kurt Suzuki from July 28th, 2017. Miss uh, Kurt. It, yeah, we miss Kurt Suzuki. Uh, we sure, yes. we sure do. So, um, this one comes from the exact same game. Oh, gosh. July 28th, 2017. Y'all can take your guesses. Nick Markakis. No. Freddie from. No. Austin Riley. No. <laughs> and Drayden Ciarte. Yeah, that's a good guess. Did I get it right? <laughs> no. Dang it! <laughs> we need, we need, I thought yeah, I no, finally I, got one right. I had a sound effect there. <laughs> I thought I finally it? got one right. Did you hear the sound effect? I, yeah, I heard the sound effect. I kind of heard it. I mean, I heard oh, it, but I, I don't know what it should said. I turn, uh, oh, should I turn it up a little bit? Okay. So keep guessing. I'll play it again. I can almost guarantee it wasn't Tyler Flowers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. It, it messed up. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a good guess. It's a good guess, but no. <laughs> it's a good guess. Ronnie. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's a good guess. <laughs> You're loving this, aren't you, David? David, I, I, David I, that was too much fun. I, I, I'm doing this every episode. I don't care. Let's see, who was this on the is... 2017 team? Is it Preston Tucker again or something? That's a good uh, guess. I thought it was a uh, 20. I think it said 2018. You know what? I'll only play the. Oh yeah, that's a good guess. When you get it right, so um, keep guessing. Ozzy. Nope. Fulton Evage. <laughs> Not quite. 
I'm not stopping until y'all guess it. So, Luke, you always ask for hints. So, like, go ahead and like ask a question. Is it Johan Camargo? It is Johan Camargo. Oh wait. Yes. Mm. <laughs> 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 Johan Camargo uh, uh, from July 28th. Uh, tw why did I close out my app? I'm so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I got to pull it up again. Wait, did you cheat? Anthony Wrecker. David Freitas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not remember him? He was our backup. He was one of our backup catchers that year, in like 2017. Was he actually? Yeah. Adonis Garcia. Oh, Adonis. <laughs> Real I don't think Ruiz. There's Ryan and Phil on your eBay. No, no, you're, you're going through the entire 20. You looked up the 2017 roster. That's not fair. Oh, no, I know who it is. It's Matt Adams, 100%. I already told you it was. He said Johan it was Camargo. Johan. <laughs> <laughs> you said guessing. good guess. <laughs> I thought I got it wrong. <laughs> I thought I got it wrong. I'm still going. I'm still saying stuff. I'm guessing. Is it Matt <laughs> Danny no, Santana? Lane Adams? Emilio Bonifacio? David James Freitas. Peterson? It was David... Fr no, it was Yonka uh, Margo. You really had to look and up the roster, though. That's 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 cheating. Can't do that anymore. Now i got to find a new wallet. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll have two wallet segments because Luke's a cheater. You're a 2017 Astro. <laughs> Same okay. Season. Uh, okay. Uh, Yohan Camargo. This was his second career homer. So, wow. let's go. One here in the eighth. High fly ball, walloped by Camargo. Wow, look at that baby jump. in the eighth inning for Atlanta. Oh. It, uh, uh, someone in the dugout was like, oh! I don't know. It's back-to-back waltz, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was back-to-back. <laughs> it was back-to-back -back really? waltz. Yeah. It was just two, let's just... Like, Kurt Suzuki. Camargo. Isn't that just that's just so great? I love it. I love Chip Gary. Love it. Gotta love Chip. But but we gotta have a new new uh, wallet. So because uh, Luke cheated. So um, <laughs> another guessing game. I didn't cheat. I just looked up the roster. There's a difference. You can't do that. Says who? June seventeenth, twenty seventeen. You looked at the roster, so you can just. Adonis Garcia. No. Matt Kemp. No. Henry can guess. <laughs> Freddy. No. <laughs> Nick Markakis. Nope. Ender. Nope. Ozzy. Nope. Dansby. Nope. Henry. Kurt. No. Mm. Tyler Flowers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good guess. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's Tyler Flowers. It actually actually is Tyler Flowers. 
Tell me the score. Wait, 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 wait. 11 to 2 or something. Is this the game? Yeah, is this the game where he went like dead center when we were down by like 15 runs? No. It's like the one time Tyler Flowers would hit a home run. He was actually good in 2017. He just fell off so fast. After that. He's never been good at baseball. Pull up his 2017. Okay, let's give a little bit of credit. I could get a little league catcher to put up those numbers. Tyler Flowers and I'm just gonna pull up his stats in 2017 because he was actually low key kind of decent. Also, he's about 10 pounds lighter than uh, Pablo Sandoval. Can we just point that out? <laughs> Anyways, only 10. <laughs> I know. Uh, so in 2017, he hit 281 with an 823 OPS. He's never been good. He's never been good. He never. 823 OPS. He sucks. I'm 115, 115 OPS plus. I'm not making this up. This is on baseball reference. 12 homers, 49 RBIs on the season. Uh, so see, 82 strikeouts. I see like, Tyler Flow- no, Tyler Flowers is so bad that he's not even the best Tyler Flowers I look up when it's baseball related. It's some guy from Texas Tech. <laughs> You're a little loud, by the way. Still, you're too loud. Anyways, uh, Tyler Flowers had a wallop, so um, let's go. Beat back into this one. Down 7-3, the pitch. High fly ball. That's walloped toward the gap in left center. And Tyler Flowers has a home run. All right, that's a start. That's a start. Thanks, Joe Simpson. <laughs> uh, so we were, da- we were down big. We were down 7-3. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Tyler Flowers would never hit a home run when we were winning. You kidding me? If it's a close game, that man's striking out, guaranteed. Oh, no, no, don't play again. Uh, it was only the sixth inning, so. It was off Brad Ziegler. Did we win that game or no? Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no. Tyler it Flowers was, was in the game, it's a no. It was against the Marlins, so was that the like eight-run comeback? No, the Abram comeback no, no, was no, on no. A I was Sunday. Not, I was there well, for that was a, This was Tyler a day Flowers game. Tyler Flowers not hit a homer. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I would have remembered if Tyler Flowers hit a home run. I would drop dead if I saw Tyler Flowers hit a home run. Yeah, like, I would have we, to wake uh, myself up Let me up see if we dream. came back. <laughs> let me see if we came back. I don't. I doubt we did. Uh, no chance. Tyler Flowers hit a home run and we, we come did back win. in the same we game. We did win. We came back in one eight seven. We came back one eight seven. We had a walk off that game. It looks like. Was this the walk comeback? Homer? Oh, it was a uh, Brandon Phillips walk off. The answer we had the eight run comeback. Uh, let, let me play the call for the uh, walk off. Um, let me guess who hit it, Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips oh, oh, it's not even the real call. It's just a recap thing from MLB.com. What the heck? That's dumb. I wanted to hear Chip Carey. Okay, well, Chip, uh, well we, we came back and won that game, uh, and Tyler Flowers hit a bomb. So, yeah. y'all were just uh, that that claim of he's never hit a clutch homer in his life uh, was just disproven. He but he hasn't been clutch recently. Rule. Well, that was clutch right there. He uh, Does, doesn't we, count. End of that, we wouldn't have won that game. Doesn't count. Okay. Okay. Doesn't count. Anyways, we're on the next moment. If I hit that ball, I would have hit it twice as far. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
totally trashing Tyler Flowers. Good thing he's not uh, on the team. That'd be I'm kind just, of awkward. I'll just resign him. Jesus for that every day. Like what? What if we're talking about a guy? We're just bashing Tyler Flowers in an episode, and like we get a notification that we resign Tyler Flowers as we are bashing him. Let's see. Could you let's, like let's what if that actually Twitter. happened? I close my computer and walk out. Wow. Go get some Taco Bell, eat away the pain. Why Taco Bell though? Like you could go to like Chick fil A. <laughs> That's better. Chick fil A's the best. Taco Bell. Well, don't sleep on Taco Bell, bro. Yeah, don't disrespect the bell. I'm more of a chicken guy, you know? <laughs> I mean, Taco Bell's quesadillas aren't bad, but like, I don't know. I'm not a big taco guy. I don't know. Dude, I, like I, I love tacos. I love tacos, but like I, I'm not. I don't like eat them very often. You know what I'm this saying? This is a Braves podcast. Why are we talking about tacos? Speaking of tacos, when we're on topic with the Braves, the tacos at the at a Truist Park are pretty solid. If y'all have not, I haven't tried this. I always they're go pretty reliable. I always go to. I mean, there are a lot of good places to get some food at Truist Park. They have that Waffle House in right field, and then they have the Chick Fil A, and then. Obviously, uh, like the ballpark classics and stuff. I'm usually a big like. I'll oh, either get a hot dog or pizza. That's like the only like. Um, and then peanuts, obviously. You know, peanuts is a go-to. Gotta get peanuts. Yeah, Cinder. They have that barbecue place. What is that barbecue place called? Oh. Um. Oh, I know. I. Nah, I don't know. Oh. Something. Yeah, it's, uh, Something it's so barbecue. good. Yeah. It when is I really see good. it, it's gonna hit me in the face. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be listening back over this episode. I'm going to think I'm so stupid. Let me just pause the episode until I can figure out what this is. Okay. Fox Brothers. Fox we Brothers Barbecue. How did I forget that one? It's it's so good. Uh, please go. To, please tell them uh, the podcast sent you. Uh, you'll get 10% off your meal. Just kidding. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> Demands we can't we can't keep. (laughs) Uh, Just tell them the podcast sent you, and we might get more listeners. So that that also helps. So, anyways, um, I think we're about to wrap up. So, um, y'all got anything else you want that you want to discuss? No, no, I'm all I'm all good. All right. So I gotta find a the next moment in our countdown. What are we at? Thirteen? Uh so I think so, yeah. Let's see it. And I also uh ask okay. Um wait, did we do this moment? Okay. So this was October eighth, two thousand ten. So this was a playoff game. October eighth. Twenty ten. No, no, twenty ten. No, 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 no. Cunha in twenty ten. I didn't hear that twenty ten part. Okay, Cunha. Um, I'm gonna say. Oh, wait. This is a number twelve on the countdown. By the way, we're all the way at number twelve. That's crazy. We're flying through this countdown. Was this? Could have been Andrew Jones. Like Brandon Beachy's, like something in the playoffs. I don't know. Didn't he throw like a like a shutout in the playoffs? I don't know. Maybe not. No. Miss that guy, Brandon Beachy. What a stud. Oh. Ooh. Two thousand ten. 
This is interesting. I mean, this was Can two days have... before. This was two days before the Arikinski homer. So this is not that moment. So. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Angelton Simmons, but I guess that. This is a yeah. Little, I have no clue. This was when Alex Gonzalez was the shortstop. So. Alex Gonzalez. When did we get Simmons? Yeah, it I don't know. Like that was earlier. Uh, I'll give you a hint as to who this uh, was involved. Uh, this guy was. Uh, uh, no, this is going to be too obvious. Um, he was a pitcher turned outfielder. Mm. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I think Henry knows. Pitcher turned outfielder. And, and Henry's looking it up, but and uh, no, I always Lewis. forget his name. Pitcher turned outfielder. If I if I said a four letter word uh, that we actually discussed. Last episode, or I think we discussed this in an episode before. Uh, Four-letter word. The, it, we, we just we just actually no, that's a terrible thing. I probably shouldn't even say four-letter word because it's like the most <laughs> random four-letter word ever. Um, I I I think Henry knows who it is. He just can't remember the name. I I don't know who it is. Jordan something. No, this was not Jordan Schaefer. Jordan Schaefer? I wasn't thinking Schaefer. I was thinking someone else. Okay, now Michael Bourne. <laughs> he was not a pitcher. <laughs> Anyways, Anderson Simmons was a pitcher coming out of the draft. Turn, turn shortstop. This was Rick and Keel. There we go. Oh. I was uh, the four-letter word was yips because it's such a random. That's the most random four-letter word. I don't know why oh, I said that. Oh yeah. Because that's that's a terrible hint. Uh, but. Anyways, it was a pitcher turned outfielder. So, um, anyways, uh, October eighth, twenty ten. This is game two with the NLDS, uh, and Tim Lentz come through a complete game shutout in game one. So, um, we were down one nothing in the series, and this game had, had gone extra innings. We were in the eleventh inning, one down, two two count to Rick Ankeel. Um, so he was our center fielder, and he delivered a moonshot into McCovey Cove to give the Rays a four three lead. Or five to four lead, sorry, and they would go on to win by that score, and this would. And the reason why this is ahead of uh, the Erikinski thing is because we actually did win this game, and it was a little more special because it was Bobby Cox's final win ever as manager. Even though he's ejected earlier in the game, it was his final win. <laughs> Typical Bobby getting ejected, but um, <laughs> oh, I gotta love Bobby's ejections. Um, I love it. He was ejected in the second inning, so he wasn't even there. <laughs> it was in the clubhouse, just watching it on the clubhouse TV. But um, he was the <laughs> second. He was the second player in history to hit a postseason homer into McCovey Cove. If y'all can believe that, uh, and it was the first visiting player. The first player to do it was uh, the guy who hit like literally eighty percent of the uh, splash hits, uh, Barry Bonds. So um, Barry Bonds. Elite company. Actually, so, sorry, cheating company. So, anyways, um, this is number twelve in our countdown, uh, and uh, for our YouTube viewers, you can. Uh, uh, let me just. There's a picture of Bobby walking off the field for the, for the last time of a win. So, anyways, that's just uh, for our YouTube viewers. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's in the description. Please do. We're get us to twenty subscribers. We're at eighteen, and we've been stuck on eighteen for about 
two weeks. So we need we need some sub- subscribers. We'll, so li- we'll go live soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll go live. Uh, how about? Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, when is our first? When is our first uh, televised game? I don't know. We'll we'll discuss all this stuff as we yeah. go along in spring training. But, um. Anyways, uh, this is number twelve in our countdown of the top t- ten moments or top twenty moments of the, of uh, the decade from twenty ten to twenty nineteen. Um, if you guys want to see this countdown, it's uh, hashtag Braves flashbacks on Instagram, and all twenty moments are right there. Um. Anyways, uh, please do check out everything in the description, all the info there. Uh, use my promo code BRAVESNEWS on SeatGeek. Um, big thank you to Henry for uh, joining us this episode. Uh, hopefully yeah, this isn't the last time. Me. Hopefully this isn't the last time we can have you. Um, but yeah. anyways, uh, we're signing off. Uh, my name is David Waters. I'm Luke Harden. I'm Henry Meyer. We'll see you guys all in episode 13. Peace. And a fly ball hit deep to right field. And this ball is out of here and over the seats. Rick and Keel into the cubby cold. And Rick and Keel has given the Braves a 5-4 to four lead. And this crowd is stunned.